Welcome to The Workman's Table, a podcast all about learning and understanding biblical truths with the Great Shepherd's guidance. Here's your host, Eric Carpenter. Hello and welcome once again to another edition of The Workman's Table podcast. As always, I hope that this podcast finds you well, that you're learning and growing in His grace and mercy on a day-to-day basis, and that you are continuing to study His Word to learn more about Him and what He wants us to do in our lives. And uh, before I continue, i like to provide the podcast email address. It is theworkmanstable at gmail.com. That is theworkmanstable at gmail.com. If there's any comments or questions or anything you'd like to discuss on a future podcast, go ahead and shoot an email to that email address I provided, and I will make sure it gets put on a future episode, uh, whatever you'd like to to discuss. Before I continue, um, I just want to give you today's uh, episode title. It's Ways to Honor Him. That's what we're going to be studying today or taking a look at. What are some ways to honor him? And there are some scriptures that uh, point out ways to honor him and to make sure that we're uh, being pleasing in his sight. And, of course, Scripture does say it is impossible to please him without faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please him. And I believe that's in Hebrews, if my memory serves me right. So, however, you know, we've got to take into consideration um, that he owns all things. So knowing that um, our possessions, our um, things that we have, or even our life itself is in his possession. Uh, if you go to Psalms 24.1, I believe I've mentioned this scripture before on this uh, uh, podcast, and that is Psalms 24.1, which says, The earth is Yahuwah's in all its fullness the world, and those who dwell therein. So he's the rightful owner of all things. Everything that we see, hear, touch, taste, smell, interact with, um, he owns all of it. Um, And therefore, he gets to dictate the terms, uh, the conditions. Um, he, He knows the beginning from the end because he declares the beginning from the end. So, We've got to keep that in the in the forefront of our mind uh, whenever we interact with him or approach him, that he owns all things. And so we just need to remember that as we go about our lives. So some ways to honor him. Uh, let's go through some scriptures here and, and let's discuss them a little bit. Um, this one here uh, in Proverbs chapter 3, verses 9 through 10, uh, talks about your possessions and how you can honor him with your possessions. It says, honor Yahuwah with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase. So your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. So that's kind of like um, uh, what, you know, was taught in, under the uh, old covenant, which was tithing. And of course, you know, tithing was discussed in the new covenant as well. And that's that's a whole other you know, discussion that, you know, we could uh, go into at a, a podcast uh, later on. However, let's just keep it uh, within the context of this scripture about honoring him with your possessions and the first fruits of all your increase. Um, like if you get a, a, now, of course, nowadays, most people are not farming. 
So um, you wouldn't give your first fruits if you're not a farmer uh, or, you know, if you had a greenhouse where you're cultivating plants or anything like that. Um, but you can um, with your increase. Your increase would be like a uh, raise at your job uh, or if you inherited some money or, um, you know, you just come into some uh, greater, um, maybe some wealth or some possessions, um, you know, it's just a all matter of things. And it doesn't have to be money. It can be clothing. It could be um, a shelter. It could be food. I mean, there's all kinds of things that, you know, if you um, honor them with those possessions, um, then your vats will overflow with new wine. In other words, and it says your barns will be filled with plenty, so you will not go without. So, giving it to him or honoring him with it. And the way to honor him with the, your possessions is obviously giving, uh, helping those that are in need. Um, that's what the tithe was for, for example, in, in the old covenant. It was to feed the widows and the orphans and the strangers that were among them. And of course the Levites. So that's how we're able to honor him with that. And that is to, to give and to provide for others that are in need. The next uh, chapter or excuse me, the next verse we're going to cover is 1 Corinthians 6.20. And uh, we'll read it right now. And For you were bought at a price, therefore glorify Elohim in your body and in your spirit, which are Elohim's. So we know from Psalms 24.1 that he owns all things. And since he owns all things, as it says in 1 Corinthians, you were bought at a price, therefore glorify Elohim in your body and in your spirit. So take care of your body. Don't mark it up, bang it up, cut it up. Uh, even, uh, I believe in Leviticus, it says not even to tattoo your body. Uh, you'd have to look that up to verify that, but I do believe it's in Leviticus. Um, so, and, and obviously, you know, you don't want to, there's certain sins where you can sin against your own body. And, well, there's only one certain sin that you can sin against your own body. Uh, for those that are listening who are young, I'm not going to say it. But those that are older, we should know by now which sin that is where you sin against your own body. And so, um, obviously, you would not want to do those things because the Ruach Hokadesh, the Holy Spirit, is uh, residing within us as believers. Um, we are his temple. And so we honor him by taking care of our bodies instead of abusing them. Um and in Romans 12.1, it kind of, you know, elaborates a little bit on that. And Paul wrote in Romans 12.1, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of Elohim, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to Elohim, which is your reasonable service. So make yourself available um, for service um, as a living sacrifice. Allow the Father to have control and, and to dictate what he wants you to do with your life and be an honor, uh, honorable vessel for him um, and allow him to utilize you. So that's another way we can honor him is with our bodies. <clears throat> Next um, scripture is in Leviticus 19.32. And this is kind of dealing with like manners and common courtesy. Uh, I found this one uh, to be really um 
necessary to to bring up because a lot of times you just don't see this in today's society anymore. Uh, and in Leviticus 19.32, it says, You shall rise before the gray-headed and honor the presence of an old man and fear your Elohim. I am Yahuwah. So the, the common courtesy and respect, uh, you know, used to be some things that were taught in times past in our culture. And uh, I remember my mom would instruct me to give up a seat for an older person. If you were sitting down, uh, open a door for an older person, you know, do things like that, courtesy and respect. And you just don't see that much anymore. And and I'm, sometimes I'm, I'm guilty of not doing that. So, I, you know, when I'm saying these things and looking at these things, uh, I'm, I'm looking at myself here, and, and, and really his word is, is convicting me. So I, I definitely need to um, make sure that I'm following through with that, that you rise before the gray-headed and honor the presence of an old man and fear your Elohim. I am Yahuwah. That's what it says in Leviticus 19.32. So that's kind of with manners and courtesy. Um. Let's go to Proverbs 14.31, and it says, He who oppresses the poor reproaches his maker, but he who honors him, talking about Yahuwah, has mercy on the needy. So don't be oppressing the poor. Obviously, as believers, we're supposed to help the poor. And in whatever capacity that we have, we're supposed to give and provide and, and, and supply and, and reach out to, to help them. So... If we're, if we're not giving and we're not helping, then it's possible that we might be oppressing. And we certainly don't want to reproach uh, Yahuwah because we're on dangerous ground if we do that. So this is another way to honor him is to f- help the needy. Honor, if we honor him, we have mercy on the needy. So that's the way to honor him is to have mercy on the needy, provide for them, and care for them, and do what you can with what what means you have to provide whatever you has given you help. So do those things. Um, the next one deals with uh, keeping your word. There's a couple uh, verses that I was able to find uh, that keeping your word is a way to honor Yahuwah, and it shows to other people that you are a believer in him. Numbers 30, verse 2, If a man makes a vow to Yahuwah or swears an oath to bind himself by some agreement, he shall not break his word. He shall do according to all that proceeds out of his mouth. So keep your word. Uh, if you're going to make a vow, make sure you follow through with it. Don't make an idle vow. Don't make a vow that you are half-hearted in presenting. When you utter these words, if you utter them, do not utter them without taking great thought or um, a lot of thought on it. Make sure that you've thought it out. And you've thought of everything that is involved in the situation. Don't just make a vow and not follow through. That's not a good idea. Um, but you shall do everything that, that uh, proceeds out of your mouth. Uh, in Matthew 5.37, Yahushua had said this, But let your yes be yes and your no, no. For whatever is more than these is from the evil one. And one could, you know, go into and elaborate or kind of expound upon this uh, with like entering in the contracts or mortgages or what have you, um, that would be something that you'd probably want to look at at, a, at on a different 
you know, we could probably look at it a different podcast. Uh, but I think in, in the simplistic form uh, with this, just don't bear false witness as, as the commandment says, but let your yes be yes and your no be no. Keep it simple and mean what you say. And don't need to add a bunch of other things um, to it because he says, for whatever is more than these is from the evil one. So let's keep that in mind. Keep your word. Watch what you say. Don't say anything idly because it it could uh, definitely hurt you or you could be treading on some dangerous ground. You don't want to do that. Let's go to Colossians 3, verse 23, and it says, And whatever you do, do it heartily, as to Yahuwah and not to men. So honoring him by doing it heartily and not looking for the attention of men, but recognizing that he is watching you, he's keeping an eye on you, and that obviously you'll have to give an account for everything that you do for him in your life or what you don't do for him in your life if you're disobedient or what have you. So do it heartily and uh, with a good attitude. Don't complain. Um, things can get difficult, and, and especially like in your job. If even if it's a job you hate, you know you could be praying for a new job and ask him that he provides you with a different job or a different opportunity. However, in the meantime, uh, don't complain and and do your job heartily and without complaining, and and that will be a witness to others that you come around uh, or that notice your job or. Notice how you're doing your job where you're working. So that's a way to honor him. Uh, so keep that in mind in Colossians 3.23. And if you go to Deuteronomy 6, verse 5, uh, you shall love Yahuwah, your Elohim, with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your strength, which we know is is the first commandment. Um, you know, and it's one that Yahushua mentioned as well. So we honor him with loving him with all of our heart, soul, and all of our strength. And that's that one right there is is pretty self-explanatory. Uh, don't need to expound upon that one too much. And in James 4.10, it says, Humble yourselves in the sight of Yahuwah, and he will lift you up. So humbling and being humbled uh, is a good thing. And, you know, unfortunately, some of us, um, myself included at times, we could learn to be more humble. And show humility to those who are around. And obviously you want to be humble before the king. You can't go up there with pride in your heart. He won't listen to you. He'll turn away from you. And it would be wrong and sinful. Uh, It's just bold. And it would be real ignorant and stupid to do something like that. So humbling yourselves is where it's at. In the sight of you who would do it. Not only in his presence. Well, if you, you know, obviously if you're a believer in his Ruach HaKodesh, his Holy Spirit resides within you, his presence is always with you. So let's let's be clear on that. So that's why you would always want to be humble. And so that you're humble in his presence, you're humble to other people, and then therefore you're not bearing a false witness and people see you by your actions. And then, then that will, um, you know, with his goodness in your life, it says in his word that his goodness, Yahuwah's goodness, leads us to repentance. And Paul wrote that, and I can't remember which uh, book he wrote it in. Um, it's either Romans or it might be uh, Ephesians, but I can't remember for sure. Just just know that uh, 
Yahuwah's goodness leads us to repentance. So humble yourselves in the sight of Yahuwah, and he will lift you up, as James 4.10 uh, states. So those are just a few examples there. There are, there are some other examples throughout Scripture that you can uh, look at on your own time on ways to honor him and to show that you're grateful and that you're going to be an honorable vessel for his service. So I encourage you to take a look at those scriptures again, apply them in your life, study them, and, and look at them uh, you know, some more times after this podcast and, and look for some other ones, for other ways to honor him. So um, I want to encourage you that in, in that regard. So until next time, study to show thyself approved. <music>